Good day, good day, good day, everybody. Today is December 27th. Uh, Brian here from quantlabs.net. I wanted to talk about one of the most reliable ways to visually gauge market risk. When I say market risk, where uh, we can measure basically the, the, the overall health of the global market. Uh, when it gets too much, uh, you'll see the spikes. So if you go right, if you're not a, a customer of Oanda, you can, if you are a customer, let's say, it's it's a gold-silver ratio. So if you just go in, it's XAU and then XAG, all one symbol. And uh, basically, uh, you can also see it on TradingView as well. So this metric goes all the way back to 2006. And I'm looking at it right now, including today in December. And that's 2022. So we clearly see uh, the financial crisis included in here. And more importantly, by the look of it, is the um, overall pandemic and the, 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 the level of spike here. So let's say in 2006, when you had the, the, uh, the uh, panic happen for the financial crisis back in 2008, uh, just to give you an idea, uh, the, the value of the ratio here, the, the gold-silver ratio is around 53, let's say. So along comes in August 2008, the financial crisis goes uh, starts underway, and it went up all the way uh, from August to December. I'm looking at a value from 53 to 79. So that's almost well over a 50% hike in that amount of time. That's how much uh, there was as a risk, and then uh, as the as the uh, financial uh, risk uh, tapered. And, and the lower the number it is, the better. Uh, it, it dropped and it continued to decline from January uh, from around here, around as high as 84. And then back then all the way to March 1st, it was down to about 32. So it's even lower than what was in 2006, which is good in a way. But I mean, they spent a lot of money uh, with the tapering. Uh, and just printing so much money. So now we can see here from 37, 32, that ratio. And over time, it peaked a little bit back in February uh, 2016. So now we're going back to 88. So remember, the peak of this thing um, was about 88. So now, February 2016, we're already at the risk of the peak financial crisis, okay? So with all the printing that went on, we have now, especially for the U.S. economy, U.S. debt level, we're back just alone in 2016, we're at the same as the peak of the financial crisis because back in 2008, the, the national debt was a lot lower than what it is now. So as they start printing money, and uh, as I said, it peaked again February 2016, so it's up to about 78, and it, it went down a little bit uh, and it went down to 70 in July. 
Then it started to climb up again. This is the gold-silver ratio. It started to climb again and reached its highest on record. So that's now June 2019 at 92. Now, remember the, the peak was around, let's say, 88. So now back in 2019, we are uh, at 92. So that's the highest it's ever been since 2006. So it dips back again. And then once the uh virus started in 2020 uh right now or back then february 1st i'm I'm looking at this on a monthly view february 1st it was already at 85 okay and then as the pandemic started to spike and remember this is where they closed down the economy they added what five six trillion dollars okay so it peaked now all the way up to 112 that's the highest it's been. And there's a little spike that I'm going to ignore on the candle. But it's around 112. That's the highest it's ever been in the peak of the pandemic. And that's uh, March 2020. So when they started printing money yet again, it dropped it back to, in April 2021, dropped it back to, to uh, 66. So that's roughly the same time as in August 2016. So here's where the danger comes in. As they print more money, okay, it starts to climb again. So we're going from, uh, let's say, March at 65, and now it's starting to move up now. Currently, March 2022, uh, June 2022 of this year, it's already at 88. So remember, financial crisis in its peak was already at 88. So right now, that's where it's kind of hovering at. Um, the last record I see here is, uh, okay. So this is a monthly view. This is in August. So it's, 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 it's staying at 88. Okay. So it doesn't include things like where they added the, the omnibus bill, the 1.7 trillion. So it's going to spike again, but either way you look at it, this metric, as it climbs, it puts you into focus of where the risk is. So when you look at this year, um, with the invasion of Ukraine, I'm looking at in, uh, that was in February. So we're going from December, uh, January, and then till, uh, let's see here. So it, it barely made a blip. So between December, November 2021, it was at 74. So then you come over to, during the peak invasion in March, it really has not changed. So this this war has not had much effect on the gold ratio. Now, I've talked about gold on the price of gold, how it peaked in 2022 quite a bit, I think to over 2,000. And then since after the invasion in Russia, Ukraine, it dropped back. Now, gold theoretically should stay spiked. It should sustain, be sustained at 2,000 because it, it's, it's a safe haven, which really it's not, regardless of all the videos like on Kitco or Stansbury Research. That's a crock, okay? Um, I can get into gold uh, in a little bit, but the ma major thing is with the gold sill ratio, it's starting to spike again. So the war had very little effect on this ratio. Now going back to gold, gold should be a lot higher than what it is. And a lot of that could be 
attributed to basically it's manipulated on the trading desks. I have seen gold miners spike. I just did another scan in the markets for the US. No, there's not any top performing gold performers there now. So as the market improves, gold miners drop back in performance as other mining companies start to pick up and start to perform as well. So gold is not a concern right now. Um, it does perform, but it's not a best performer. Here's the problem I have with gold when you store it as a physical product. You've got to remember, if you have gold as part of your portfolio, uh, they've been talking about collapses for the last 20 years. So let's say we go back all the way to 2006. So we had the financial crisis. It barely budged. Um, it did budge in 2022 with the invasion. And you think that would be a major calamity. But as the markets improved, gold came off and the U.S. dollar started to improve. So investors were putting money into U.S. dollar. That's just another reason why you don't want to hold gold. Because when you hold physical gold, you're tying up your capital. Um, so let's say if they say you go after 10 15% of holding in physical gold, the problem there is that it's an opportunity cost because that 10 15% that you have tied up in gold could be used in other investments. So let's say just in the last month, you could have had and done very well in gold miners, but now they're, 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 they've tapered off and uh, you could have sold off those, taken profit on those gold miners and moved into other mining companies or other sectors in the U.S. market that are performing. That's also including health, like pharmaceuticals doing pretty good right now. And you can put capital in there and continuously get performance. When you look at, depending upon the size of your trades, you know, and you're doing on something like uh, interactive brokers, those kind of commissions would be very minimal because your 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 time your uh, time horizon on those positions could be a month, could be two months. So your 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 trading is very minimal, and uh, uh, your commission is very low. But but where you get the return and you know where to go, uh, you will easily be able to eat those commission costs and not really see it because performance you get in a month on certain stocks that perform well, you get 5%, 10% in one month. You will not get that when you hold gold. It won't matter if it's physical or um, a derivative product of gold. You're just not getting those movements. So why tie up that that uh, capital, which is all an opportunity cost where you could get better performance with other sectors? and be able to get better performance. Now, here's the thing. Um, this is a smart way to invest. Uh, if you're if you're following, as I said, the Kitco's, the Stansbury Research, there are some people that are okay. But the worst one of all is Peter Schiff. Like, he's really, like, like I just saw a 45-minute video with him on, I believe it was Stansbury or Kitco, one of the two. But he was outright lying on the data that, I was seeing, and he was contradicting what I was seeing. So either he's really dumb or he's lying through his teeth. And uh, he's just a dangerous person to follow. Another person I used to follow is Max Kaiser. Uh, he was pretty nasty with that Daniela on Stansbury Research, so cut him off. Uh, he's dangerous to follow. If you want to just lose money, continue following him because he's all in with Ma like Max, the Bitcoin maximalist. 
And uh, Bitcoin will come back. I don't know when, but it's definitely not performing right now. But in terms of risk, watching the market, again, the gold-silver ratio is really good. XAU, XAG is a symbol name. Uh, you can get that on Oanda. You cannot get that on interactive brokers that I've seen. Uh, I do believe there's a ETF that kind of follows this, but I wouldn't do it. Um, you're better off if you don't have access to Oanda. Just go on to um, TradingView and use that. It's free. And use Oanda as a data source. So you can do that as well. Um, but this is a very reliable uh, indicator. Uh, it does show that there is risk growing in the market. And as I said, it's all due to inflation. And that inflation is due to interest going up to fight inflation. But the root cause of it all is basically national debt. If you've taken old school economics 101, it's quite clear two things will happen when you have a slowing economy and debt rises, national debt rises. You get inflation as a punishment for carrying debt. And the other punishment is taxes needing to be raised on that. So I've already gone over that one of the previous podcasts, I believe I put out in the last week. And it's very dangerous times right now with what the U.S. government's doing. They're outright lying and misconstruing the real data. How do I know that? There's lots of data sets that were set up by the Federal Reserve since the 30s, 40s, and the 60s. And what happened was in around 2010, 2015, in around there, they discontinued a lot of those data sets that they had tracked for 50 plus years. And all of a sudden they started to uh, use new data types that starts from 2010, let's say, or 2012, 15. That's because they're trying to hide the real horror stories of the old data sets that uh, are not no longer being tracked. But you can clearly see those data sets over 70, 80 years of what's going on. But because of that so bad, they have uh, restarted new data sets and, and, and no longer updating the old data sets. The other thing is with the Federal Reserve, which are a bunch of crooks, in my mind, is how they define what a recession is. Um, there's a difference between a recession on metrics on the economy with the GDP performance, as well as uh, you know two negative quarters, and they were trying to basically confuse people because of politics to make themselves look better. And uh, unfortunately, that confuses people. But the old school way of defining uh, economic, uh, finding basically uh, the world of uh, debt and these data sets that you use so-called can get for free on the Federal Reserve, St. Louis Fred site. Uh, yeah, it stops and you, you'll see if you know what to look for. But at the end of the day, that doesn't really matter. What you should watch on a monthly basis, like what I'm doing now and explaining, is this gold-silver ratio. It For right now, from what I've seen, it's absolutely the number one, uh, the number one reliable source. So knowing all this information, the question will be, what do we do with it? What will happen? There's not much what you can do at this point, but just be aware that when you watch this metric, this ratio, gold-silver ratio, you will see how 
Um, it is climbing. And as I said, it's because of national debt. And they just print uh, money like drunken sailors with a credit card. And uh, they don't really care. Back in the day, they would go austere and, and cut back lots of programs to reduce debt and reduce these deficits. But they're not doing that anymore. Not not in the last probably six, seven years. Since 2016, we'll say. And they just print, 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 print. So what will happen in the future, there will be some sort of catalyst coming. I don't know what it will be. War, a uh, collapse of something major. Um, and uh, I'm going to do another uh, podcast on inflation and what I see there. But in, a, in essence, what I can say, the inflation has peaked, okay? Like the inflation has actually gone down quite a bit. But whatever you listen to on your financial news, they're putting a scare on people. And this is the worst about Peter Schiff. Go, oh, keep going up. I see no evidence of that, but I'll leave that for another podcast. But uh, that's not where the problem is. It's going to be currencies, the credibility of the U.S. dollar, and the credibility of the U.S. government, which is going out down the toilet right now. And uh, we have no control over it. What goes on in the West is scary. Um, but I'll, I'll talk about another where things will be in, um, uh, in another episode. But thanks for listening. If you want to know more where to put money safely, uh, just get on my email list, quantlabs.net slash books. I'll get you a PDF there for that. And um, that's to show you some trading tech tools. And you can learn more about what I do. We do live webinars every Monday night, Eastern Standard Time. And we'll leave it at that. Thanks for listening. Have a good day.